You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Eastbound and Down After Show. Bingus for doing, and we are doing another After Buzz for Eastbound and Down, Chapter 15, Season 3. And I'm JC Rubio, and joined by my lovely co-host once again. My April and my Vita, <laughs> otherwise known as Kelly O and Miriam G. Give it up for them, What's ladies. Up? What up, kids? Oh. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And of course, the man we don't see, the muscle on the couch, we call him <laughs> Hank the Muscle. You'll see him one of these days. But first off, guys, we have to talk about a baby rejecting Pepsi, <laughs> the return of Ashley Schaefer, yes. and Kenny being a daddy. But first off, Miriam, let's start off with a little bit of a recap. Let's catch our, our viewers on what they missed last week. <laughs> so last week, we, we got to um, the flying mullet is back. You know, um, for season three, chapter 14 was the first episode last week. And we found that Kenny Powers had a one-year-old baby. And that... Um, How'd that happen? Oh, you know, <laughs> Making love, making magic. Um, it's so funny because one, one of my favorite quotes from him last week was, um, I need you to leave so I can finish this climactic evening. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's back. It's, uh, the, you know, third season of Eastbound and Down. Either it's third time's a charm or three strikes you're out. Either way, Kenny Powers is back playing ball. And he <laughs> is playing for the Mermans in Myrtle Beach. And um, when we last left him last week, April left him. She took a little page out of Kenny, I'm saying. She kind of shunned the responsibility, and now Kenny has a he has the choice to either put up or shut up or man up. Yeah. Be a dad. What do you what do you think, Kelly? Was he gonna do it? So well, I like in this episode how, you know, he tried a couple different ways to kind of get rid of the baby and couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking but something. I think my, <laughs> I think my favorite baby carrier Hank, be quiet the backpack with the punched hole so he could breathe oh yeah. my god or the bed of lettuce <laughs> with the, I tried to feed him live trying to get him to eat this lettuce oh my gosh hey but he's trying that's I'm seeing something beautiful about Kenny he okay he's not gonna get it right necessarily it's not textbook but it works for Kenny and Toby I'm serious. Come on. The poor child. They opened the show. I put a baby in a backpack. Oh, shoot. Is that wrong? <laughs> they, I like it with duct tape trying to change a diaper. He doesn't have diapers. No, He's got be, like a towel be, with some duct tape. On that, before he even gets to the point of like trying to change the diaper, we open the, they open the show with the baby sitting on newspaper like it's a freaking puppy. <laughs> he's what's still wearing r- what's a wrong diaper, but he's sitting on paper like, you know, here, go pee here. <laughs> he doesn't know. I mean, come on. One of his lines, uh, the ba- April didn't even t- teach him English. 
I mean, didn't teach <laughs> didn't him how to speak. Didn't teach him how to speak. He would say what's up, and people didn't teach him how to speak yet. Yeah, come on. I mean, you can't fall. The, that is that's Kenny's world. What about the car seat? He was trying to put oh, the car seat God. on the back of the bike with um, what do you call those? Those bungee the cords. Bungee cords. <laughs> and the bungee cord snaps as he's about to take off. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. You know, the kid would go flying into the middle of the freeway. Would it really? Would that be bad? That would be no bueno. <laughs> no bueno for sure. So, no. Kenny's gonna teach so many. You know what? I see Tenny, uh, Kenny. Kenny's character teaching men across America on how to be a dad. Oh, that'll be chapter sixteen. <laughs> um, there we go. The book is writing it itself. Be, yeah, it could be for sure. It's it's just crazy. I like that. Um, he, he said that the baby has poop running down his cellulite. Yeah, he's got diarrhea running down his cellulite. Or poor I, thing. That poor kid is going to be traumatized if he has any. It's like if they were doing home videos of him, the kid be like, "Did my dad really put me in a backpack?" Well, he even said to himself, "Hand me my child. I have a life to ruin." <laughs> so, so he knows he, you know, in the okay. That's interesting. You brought that up because the fact that he said, "I have a life to ruin," so he's aware. That he's not very good at something. Oh, no. Yeah, no, he definitely is aware. He has no idea. He, when he, you know, busts into his brother's house and he's like, Dustin's family, we have, <laughs> we need your immediate attentions. <laughs> Always when I'm drinking, you gotta give me a, kick, a kick-ass line. You know, and I like that he, you know, immediately he's like, this baby is like crazy hungry and I have no idea how to facilitate that. Oh, no, the fact you that know? he ordered a pizza, he wanted it half with pesto <laughs> and half Hawaiian. You know, it's like, that's not baby food, dude. But he did. I have to give him credit. When he had to change the diaper the first time, he went MacGyver. He did. He, he did. pulled out the tape, scissors, like, the I'm going to make this happen. He made it happen. <laughs> he made it, see, it worked. See? And the, but the only unfortunate part was he didn't know how many times a baby takes a dump. So he's like, how many she, times? Yeah. Changed him this morning. How many times are you supposed to? And then Dustin's family's wife decides to get the baby and just, let me get, let me get him for you. But did you notice that she's changing the baby's diaper on the table next to food? I, I didn't I catch that. I thought that was pretty nasty. Ooh. Like, there's like a uh, dish of something. <laughs> Ew. Poop and pasta. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. It's just like the baby's on the table and it's like there's food sitting next to him. Redneck pasta. There you go. There you have it. That's the recipe for redneck pasta. Now, with, with Kenny, let's go back to that. He's always thought he does everything right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so now he's got a man up and... But he said admit. he's going to ruin this baby. Yeah, so the fact that he said that's interesting that he actually faced up that he he's actually not good at one thing. Yeah, no, he definitely admitted it. He told his brother, you know, will you raise this child as your own? And before you answer, think about the well-being of this child. So wouldn't that be growth <laughs> I'll give Kenny? you $25 <laughs> a, little bit. a week. I, that'll take care of his baby. What do you say? Panty liners? <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to be a preacher at the end of this. He's going to be like the man. He's going to be like the dad of the year person. He's going to run for like office at the end of this whole. That is a scary, scary thought. I'm telling I'm calling it right now. You see it right now. Kenny Powers, the politician. Oh, no. He's going to be the Superman. But now anything else stood out with Kenny and the baby? Let's see. um, I'm trying to think with Shane. Uh, well, he went to go get the truck because obviously he couldn't ride around right. town with the baby on a bike. So that was a kind of a little bit of a growth thing. At least he knew better than that. Yes. Yeah. Still didn't go back and get the car seat. But hey, he put a seatbelt on the baby, right? <laughs> See, Same thing. I'm, I'm making you guys make the point for me that Kenny Powers is going to be the best dad uh, in the world. He's taking baby steps. Baby steps. But at least he's taking steps. All right. Now, one thing about the baby. Don't you think the baby today, this one day of his life, 
He saw more today in one day than he's ever seen his whole life, and he probably will ever see unless he keeps hanging out with his dad, with that's Kenny. True, that's oh, yeah. true. I, and I think also the whole like biblical reference that they did about him putting the baby in a basket on a float down the river. <laughs> Here, child, go have a better life than I can afford you. So you'll have to school me on that one, okay? Because I heard you guys, you're like, oh my God, it's Moses. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's it's really interesting. You know what? You're probably right about the whole preacher thing because last week he had a biblical verse. This week he pulled that's, straight from that's the Bible. That's true. He totally pulled straight from the Bible, putting the baby on a raft. And, you know, the story of Moses is his sister Miriam, which is me. His sister Miriam <laughs> oh, wow. wanted him to have a better life. So he put him in a basket and sent him down the river. And then, like, the people that were killing the babies... Like, I forget. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've looked at the Bible. But, um, we'll like, have to research the, the exact yeah. the Vulcans? For that. No, but like, you know, the, yes, the, the, Vulcans. The, the, the higher ups, the kings, the queens, the, the Borg. Ups, the people that were going to kill. Okay. Um, they actually wind up taking Moses in and giving him a better life. So it was one of the wives that found him and kind of hid him and yeah. took him in as her own, I think. Yeah. Not only Eastbound right? and Dam, but also the Bible. God bless you. We are teaching. This is a religious. Peace be with you. <laughs> Nanu Nanu, I have no idea what that just meant. But all right, now. But he also, you know, he drops the, you know, sends the poor baby down the river, poor little Toby, and then he goes and sees a, you know, kids at a playground and has an epiphany and is like, you know, kids say the darndest things or something and goes yeah. back and is like, oh, sh- Toby, and like runs and goes and saves him. So I have to say, you know, Heather was right. He had that come to Jesus moment. He did. Yeah, she called it last week. I think it was subtext. The, you guys were going to go, of course, that's what he's saying. I'm a guy. It takes me a while to understand this stuff. <laughs> but when you saw the kids playing and you say, kids say the darnest things, he was having that paternal, like, yeah. he, he, the, see? He had a moment. He see, did. this is my aha uh-huh moment. You guys noticed it the second it happened. I was like, oh, he probably misses that little rat with the ears. Awesome. Right on. <laughs> He's like, come here. But it's not, it took him a minute, but he did have it. Like I said, you know, he tried a couple times to kind of ditch this kid in different places and couldn't do it. But what's the kid do? He just like poops and eats and cries. Like, <laughs> I like seriously. how he almost leaves him at April's house. And then he goes back and he's like, yo, dog, you got to stay with me. I'm running. I'm moving fast today. <laughs> See, it was the treasure. He, he didn't know just yet what it meant to have another <laughs> to be responsible. Yeah, to be responsible for somebody. Yeah. Why? So he's, he's learning, but he's trying. And I like that his brother didn't take the baby. I like that his brother said no. I kind of you know, felt like man bad. up, dude. I felt that. I was hoping they would for a hot second be like, look, okay, we'll we'll watch the child while you look for April. They're like, nope, sorry, here you go. Yeah, I mean, take him in the backpack. Well, I was like, I'm a little terrified of you having a, you know, doing this, but still, you know, you're his dad. You gotta, you gotta do it. It's kind of like when your parents kick you out of the house. Like, I guess, like a lot of people say, when you're 18, they kick you out or something. Yeah. He just happens to be pushing 40 and. <laughs> Hey, it happens. It, it, at least it happened to Kenny now. So we'll see how that, uh, you know, I'm excited to see him just be Mr. Mom. It'll be interesting. I am too. I think that he, there's some potential there for him to be the kind of dad that he always wanted to have himself. So I'm hoping that we'll see a little bit of that. And I think we're already starting to see a little bit of that progression. So you think so. Don Johnson will be back? I think that would be hilarious. I would love to see Grandpa come back in and, yeah, you know, kind of like the kid lessons. in the head. What's up? Because <laughs> he needs a nanny. And, you know, and I, I already said that I think Stevie should be the nanny. Just, just His manny. His manny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Don Johnson's even better. That would be awesome. <laughs> just the things that he would teach him. Well, and his half-brother. Oh, Let's yeah. not forget the half-brother. Oh, oh, the half-brother that was just... Was something wrong with him a little bit? He, he, he was, I don't... I don't 
know. He, he was supposed slow. to be like 15, right? Yeah, he, but he looked, looked like he was like 30. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had more of a beard than I do. And this took me like two weeks to grow. I put like Chia Pit on this and nothing happened. But yeah, that guy was like, yeah. He was, oh little, he was a little odd, that poor kid. Yeah, I don't know if it, I'd keep him away from, I think his name was, it wasn't Chewy. I was going to say like Chewy or something. Oh, I, know, can't, it, I can't remember. Hey guys, if you remember him, tweet us. Yes, yes. tweet us if you remember the Don Johnson. If you remember yeah. the half Kenny's half brother. Oh what was gosh. his name? Yeah, no, but all right. I love the baby. I know you guys are keeping. You know, babies are nice. <laughs> no, I have it. to tell you. I mean, as much as I, you know, in general, love babies, the, my the thing I cannot stand the most is a freaking screaming baby anywhere. Like, it drives me nuts. And they always sit behind me in planes, in restaurants, behind me at the grocery store, everywhere. Freaking screaming babies everywhere. I can't stand it. Kilio's having a cathartic moment now. <laughs> Thank you. The demon has been exercised. <laughs> Let's get back to these band and down. Oh no, because I'm dying to talk about my plums. Oh, um, gosh. My plums. We do love, love, love that Some Ashley, Ashley Schaefer is back. Oh, oh, hell yeah. The embodiment of Ric Flair is back. <laughs> with the, his lo- his blonde locks now running a new dealership, he's now with Kia instead of BMW. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was fronting that because he was he was just so proud of the Kia. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, oh, no. no. The fact of the matter is, is, during that dinner party that he was hosting for the Koreans, <laughs> they didn't understand a word he was saying. So he could say, "I love Kia, I hate Kia." Uh, it was all good. They're like, "Domer, oh, um, Domer, oh, Mr. Robato." I, I'm sorry, I disjected him. I got too Latino on it. But okay, <laughs> You're but if, you, if you guys aren't watching, if you guys are not watching us, we are all olive. This is like the Cinco de Mayo edition of Eastbound and Down. <laughs> even even Hank the Muscle, his last name is Guadalupe Hidalgo. Sanchez Vasquez Garcia Brown Smith III. Well, we have to have a little bit of love because, you know, we do have a Maria. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes. We do have Maria, who we'll get to in a minute, all thugged out in her FUBU. But <laughs> hey, far- yeah, we got to get there. You know, Maria saved the day at the end. She so, did. You know, but we'll get back to that. I have to say that I did love the whole comeback with, you know, Ashley Schaefer. And first of all, his way of just addressing things is just classic. Are oh, you sweet talking to me when you're at doing Ashley Schaefer? It's just like <laughs> it, it, it's like romance. Okay, said, I thought you were cool with it. I'm not fine. I sell effing Kias. <laughs> you know who I love and no one talks about him is Scott, his little his little sidekick. Oh, the, oh yeah. When they walked into the de- when Kenny walked into the dealership to first uh, rescue Stevie. You know, right. he, you know, Ashley Schaefer tells him you need to leave, all this kind of stuff. He turns Scott around to the side, pulls a gun out of his pocket. I'm like, is he humping him? It, it was. He was humping him. He was humping him a little. Just a little bit. He was like, you know, mm, with a <laughs> gun, like, you need to he's leave. He's proud of his plums. He has, I think he's a little bicurious. You think he's a little bicurious? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, hello, he was playing spoons on Stevie's nuts. <laughs> He is just very comfortable with his sexuality. Well, the fact that he had Stevie dress up as Cherry Blossom. I mean, In a kimono and white face. Like, Why are you dressed like the toilet club? (laughs) He was his little geisha. Oh, my God. But, okay, but you guys remember season... Scott has an arc. Scott was around season one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when they were talking about um, he he had to blow... The customers to buy the to buy the BMWs, and then he also had to finger bang the chicks as well. And he'd go, 
That was Scott. Oh, that's, oh my right. God. I totally I forgot, forgot about that. See, that's like when I saw Becca, I was like, oh, what? Because of course you would remember Scott. It's so what funny. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say I'm like Ashley Schaefer here? Okay. There is a lot of uh, finger banging going on. It's so funny because the other day, you know, I, of course, we follow um, Shane and we follow Kenny Powers on Twitter. So Shane Dog, the real Shane Dog, tweets. He goes, you heard of the Yin Yang Twins. Well, I got a new super group coming out for you, the Finger Banging Twins. <laughs> wow. Under you, and where was Shane? Okay, we had Shane, but we, I want more Shane. Shane will be uh, back yeah. next week. I think Shane's going to have a little bit. He's going to be the other Manny. He's I think he and Stevie are going <laughs> to go head to head in the next one a little bit. See who's BFF supremacy? Yeah, especially because I think the next episode they're supposed to focus a little bit more on the baseball. So Kenny's got to get his head in the game. Yeah, so so, okay, so mm. who's he gonna? Okay, who would he pick? Who would Kenny pick? Shane or Stevie? Well, Shane is kind of on the same playing level as. But him. he's got to pick one. You got to pick one. But mm. you can't. They're both. <laughs> it really is that we kind of moment. We can't pick one because they're both useful in different areas. Mm. I say Stevie. Stevie. Yeah, I think yeah. I say definitely. Stevie. This eastbound down and eastbound down trivia moment is brought to you by Massengill. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean if you. If you it, Sorry, your answer must be in the form of a question. <laughs> what is Massengill? Sorry. And what is Stevie? <laughs> what is Stevie? Who is Stevie? Um, no, I think it's going to be Stevie only because he can count on Stevie to do the things like, I need you to publish my book. The fact that, you know, now this episode, what was up with Kenny breaking into everyone's house? He broke into April's house trying to find her. I mean, if Maria didn't answer the door, he would have definitely broken into Stevie's house. Right. And then, of course, he breaks into Ashley Schaefer's house. And Toby was an accomplice. (laughs) Think about it. Toby committed his first crime Crime. at one. Yes, he did. (laughs) Breaking into Like three of them. (laughs) In one night. In a backpack. (laughs) In a backpack. Oh, Oh, Toby. No, my favorite, of course, is when the baby starts crying and he has the backpack on (laughs) and he starts jumping up and down. (laughs) To soothe him. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. (laughs) But, um... <laughs> I think he's going to pick Stevie because, like I said, you know, he walks into 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 Stevie's house. Maria's there with family. Mm-hmm. Right away, they give the baby to the you know family and here, take care of my child. But he's got like all these piles of Kenny's book from Mexico that he made Stevie self-publish. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Poor it's TV. a business. Nothing venture, nothing gain. That's what Kenny would say. <laughs> yeah, but poor thing. Like, now he's got to work for Ashley Schaefer, broke. and he's, like, spit-shining tires. <laughs> and you notice that Stevie actually stood up to Kenny at first. Yeah, he did. Like, he a did. little bit. Yeah, because he, yeah, he... And the womanly tone. Yes. <laughs> no, but he did, and that's the first time he's really done that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, Marie, maybe Maria's... Oh, Maria's definitely got some influence yeah. on that one. Yeah. She was she was going off on him in Spanish. Yeah, she was. Now, the best part, I think, was Stevie in that scene became the hot chick. Because Ashley came in, and they were battling over Stevie. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, like as most hot chicks do in the early 80s movies, because this is an homage. This episode, if you think about it, it was an homage to like old 80s action, like Chuck Norris flicks. Yeah. Okay. He held back the girl. Go clean the car. You know, <laughs> go be pretty. And Stevie was like, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Run along that, now, Kenny Power. Yes, yeah, so, explains the womanly tone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There we that, go. Yeah, that does. So he was the hot chick. So, okay. Honestly, we haven't even touched upon the best part of this episode. Oh, there's a lot of good parts. There's a lot of good parts. Oh, what are you thinking about? The cannonball. I was like, talk about the Dirty South and bringing it back. Not only are they playing with his balls, and now they're going to chuck balls at him. Um, Yeah, I have this fascination with balls every time I watch this show. 
baseballs, cannonballs. We have the balls hanging from the back plums. of the truck. <laughs> Those are always they crack me up when I see them on the road. By the way, not okay. Um, <laughs> actually, it's a little funny. Donkey balls. No, I'm kidding. Hey, that's mine. Oh. I'm talking about my donkey balls. <laughs> But okay. no, so, oh my god, I forgot what I was going to say. The cannons, okay. Oh, yes, we the get cannons. To, they're, they're shooting, okay, Ashley, it turns into even not even a comedy, it's more of like an end of a bad action flick. There's a, it reminded me of this movie that I saw not too long ago, it was maybe it was a show where, you know, they had like that kind of Spartacus kind of thing going on, and the trick was, as, the, as you saw in the episode tonight, the first guy that got hit by the cannonball, and yes, he got hit and killed, he ran straight. And so I was like, oh, my God, he needs to, they need to do the zigzag because that's the only way they're going to stay alive. And surely when they went up to the roll of toilet paper and the two stuffed animals. The stuffed animal cut in half, I think it was. <laughs> wow. It was like, I was like, I hope they zigzag, zigzag, because I don't want to see them die. It's only the second episode. <laughs> it's, I think it's an homage to Hunger Games. There we go. Oh, could have been. We go. There yeah. we go. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't read that. I'm a Kenny Powers guy. I don't read. I don't read. Hmm. Shoot. The don't. Schaefer Plantation and his cannonballs. Like what? Like the elements that it had. Okay, you you're on his plantation. He's talking to a bunch of Korean men about. He's got Ki- Mamie serving dumplings. And yes. Mamie raised yes. him. Yes. Mamie raised him. Kenny comes out with swords, like trying to sword fight to save him. And then the little kid comes back because he heard the silent call for his dad that needed help. <laughs> Now go go upstairs and wash up for for father now. Yes, you have to. Wa- I'm I'm Crazy. right after this. I have to watch it again and again because there's this episode had so many layers to it. Like, yes. Oh my god. Um, the one thing. Okay, Cherry Blossom. He named Stevie Cherry Blossom. Yes. I'm gonna have to figure out like the reference. There has to be a reference to that. It has to be like an homage, to, like maybe like. Not black exploitation films, but it has to be some some homage like some seventies flick with cherry blossom. Well, you know what it kind of reminded me of with the sword fight and the like all of that. It reminded me of um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, Oh, that's what it reminded me of. You remember that Kurt Russell movie? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what because when he went to go save the geisha, Kim Cattrall. (laughs) That's right. I was thinking you were gonna go like Kill Bill. No, I just thought because it, it, you know, it just had to, like that movie just has so many weird different things, and that's just for I don't know whatever reason that's just the movie that popped in my head when I saw that. Well, there was a lot of weird things happening on that plantation. That's yes, for sure, there was. Yeah, and then of course, who comes to the rescue? Maria. Maria. Awesome in <laughs> in the monster mobile and Shane's. And remember, it wasn't to have a scratch on it. Oh no! Now it's got a <laughs> giant cannon cannonball. In the back. <laughs> Oh my god! But you know what though, it, it, it was it was good timing because he said to Maria. Now the fact that he's like, we're gonna go rescue Stevie, and he's like, he has her. He doesn't put her in the front or in the cab, extended <laughs> cab. He puts her in the lawn chair in the bed of the truck with, with the, the baby. baby. And he's like, don't drive the car, don't move. Yeah. And as she's coming to save him, mm-hmm. he's still complaining. Did not tell you not to move that in the truck. That's interesting because then that oh means god. she really knows Kenny. Yeah. Think about it, because Kenny's not going to admit that he's wrong. He didn't need. He doesn't need anyone's help except for exactly. the baby. But she knew to come rescue his butt. Oh yeah. yeah. So My, she started as soon as she heard the cannonball fire. <laughs> I would have come quickly for sure. Now, but I like how she was laughing, like kind of like an evil laugh as she's like driving through this plantation over all the flowers and all she's that stuff. She's liberated now that she's been yeah. smuggled across the border. It's got to be the In fubu. Her fubu. <laughs> It's totally the FUBU. Oh my it god. It was classic. Just absolutely. What are you classic. wearing? FUBU, that's for them, by them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Thank you. I was waiting for someone to re- recant that line. Oh my god. No, but um, where was April? Nowhere, to be, Nowhere found. to be found. I like how he went into how <laughs> Kenny goes to her office and just like starts dumping her desk over. And you know the guy, the her boss is like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm searching for April. What is she going to be in the drawer?" <laughs> but I like how he kind of looks like a little kid that got caught. He turns around, uh, looking for April, <laughs> but he has like this funny expression on his face. Walks into the office, looking for April uh, Buchanan, big tits. <laughs> and the lady at the is like, "Excuse me, wow. never mind. I see the photo of the child that we share." No. His dialogue was the best this episode with all his proper talk. Oh, yeah. When he's leaving April messages, please give me a call back on my cellular telephone device. See, it's all <laughs> seeping out. I'm telling you, it's a new Kenny. It's, I like it. He's seeing the light. He's spree- speaking proper. He's <laughs> trying. He, and, he, and he changed the baby's diaper, albeit... Trying. Probably, he, the baby he tried. probably chafed a little bit. He tried bit. to feed him lettuce, but he tried. And pizza. pizza. And pizza. And oh, Pepsi. Right. Don't oh, the Pepsi. The Pepsi. Yeah. Yes. No, the, I think the grossest part was when they like put the kid in the cab. The kid throws up, and, and the kid starts eating, eating his throat. Up. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was gross. Whoa. Thank that you. Was, uh, very gross. Don't don't eat it. Leave the throw up on the shirt. <laughs> yes, you might need it later. You never know. <laughs> Flavor saver. Yeah, three food groups. What? He doesn't know. It's Kenny Powers. Well, I mean, mm. <laughs> I know I was gonna get gross. <laughs> What? It's well, no, you figure he gave it to him as pizza with Pepsi, and now it's in baby food form. There you go. <laughs> See, wow, I, well, I think you and After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> you and Kenny are a lot more alike than I thought. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying. Okay. I told you I love me some Kenny Powers. There's some. There's. We have a connection, dude. I'm growing the beard just for him, just because I thought you know it might get your attention. So. Actually, I was thinking of you earlier today. I was like, I wonder how his spumulet's coming along. Oh, my spumulet, and I cut it. You did? Yes. How dare you? I don't. The spumulet. It's like pubic hair on the top of someone's head. It's really I'm bad. Have no. To, like, glues my weave in the back of your head okay okay so next okay okay you give me an idea so maybe next week we dress up as our favorite eastbound and down character <gasps> we should well hopefully next week we'll have a surprise guest with us Ooh. i was uh, hanging out a- with somebody from um last season that wants to that checked out our little after buzz recap and wants to come and hang out with us Ooh. so i'm hoping that it all works out so there we go we had a little tea so make Woo-hoo! sure to t- yeah. tune in next week and check us out for the return of one of the characters from season two possibly but before that we're going to take a little break and come back with a little gossip mm. stay tuned after buzz tv hi i was once like you A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over 60 different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. 
What do you want to buzz about? Is this like country gossip? <laughs> no, no, no. This is uh, this is my new favorite song, and I figure it's very much in tune with Kenny Powers. Oh, yeah. I think it is. But, but watch, just keep it. Let me down, Regina looks and smells as pretty as she sounds. I love Regina. I love Regina. I love Regina. Saskatchewan. I love Regina. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Family bear barbecue. That's Love Toby's it. second birthday. That's my new phone ringer, y'all. Oh, hell yeah. I- Love it. Now to the series. Let's get to a little bit of gossip because even though, okay, today had to be the greatest day in American entertainment history. We had the Oscars. Yes. We had the NBA All-Star Game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Daytona 500, which got postponed. But all that pales to Chapter 15 of Eastbound and Down. But okay. give us a rundown of what happened today. After TV News. So uh, one of the funniest things that I heard today was about the red carpet. And um, Sasha Baron Cohen went onto the red carpet dressed as the dictator for his new movie that he's got coming out. And um, he was actually carrying an urn with, um, with Kim Jong- the ashes of Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Anyhow, he went, as he was doing his interviews, he went and kind of poured it all on poor Ryan Seacrest in the middle of <laughs> his red carpet spiel. Wow. Well, I have to uh, give Ryan Seacrest one props for having a good sense of humor. He says on Twitter a little while ago, he goes, a lot of people are hitting me, hitting up the after parties tonight. Me? I'm hosting a pancake breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> Nice. Apparently, what was inside of the urn was Bisquick. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, poor Ryan Seacrest. But, you know, good sense of humor because I would have been a little peeved. I'd be like, dude, my outfit. And he, you could tell, I mean, it took a lot for him. I mean, I watched it happen, and it took a lot for him to kind of compose his facial expressions, which, I, you know, you, he's a pro. You got to give it to him. Yep. Good for him. So, no matter what, <laughs> even though there were awards given, that's probably going to be the biggest story from the Oscars. Oh, I'm sure. It was already, it, he was trending on Twitter with that like five minutes after it happened. It was oh pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> that, that, is, that is Kenny Powers gossip right there. Yeah, this exactly. Quick, dictator Ryan Seacrest. Well, it would have been amazing if the dictator and Kenny Powers could have met. I think that would have been legendary. Oh, my God. If Danny McBride goes onto the red carpet as Kenny Powers, I think I would just... I would just. I die. think I would have, like we need to figure out a way to put that in. We need to get Miriam with him. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we got to make that happen for you. We will. Danny make that- McBride, me, you, Kenny Powers, finger banging. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how we roll over here. That's how we roll. I hope you guys are watching that because yeah, she just recreated scene one from last week's episode oh about the finger banging guys. I'm so blushing about it too. That's the funniest part. But, but Kenny Powers, you make me blush. Miriam, you're a pro. That's why you're fine. <laughs> You can handle it. <laughs> and that's it for our weekly gossip. Yes. Okay, guys. Yes. What are we expecting next week? Predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Kelly. I would like to see Stevie and Shane go toe to toe. That's what I want to see. I saw that Matthew McConaughey is coming next week. I'm a happy girl. That's all I'm going to say. I think that next week's going to be a lot of ball playing. And I think that there's going to be a lot of shared responsibility between Shane and Stevie. So 
because he's going to be playing a lot of ball. Uh, back to the balls, man. <laughs> I caught it the first time I was waiting. I was like, <laughs> back to the balls. I like me balls. Um, so no, I think what's going to wind up happening. I like how he's really quick on the balls. Yeah. Doesn't really get the aha moments, but he's quick with the balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> I'm gonna let, let's finish this up on a little plums. bit. More. So okay, <laughs> he likes his plums. Um, so no, I think what's gonna happen is, is you know, while Kenny's playing ball, Stevie's gonna have to babysit because Shane's busy. He's his catcher, pitcher and catcher, whole thing going on there. Um, You're not letting it go. No, I'm not letting it go. And and I think that we're gonna see, you know, Kenny kind of start developing these fatherly intuition things. Cap- all right, he's all gonna, right. He's gonna become this a little isn't sexier. Oprah. God. All right, I got one for you. Okay. That new pitcher. There's a new pitcher that's gonna be playing oh. with the with the merman. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be hooking up with April. <gasps> oh, that, that, that's, that's pre- my aha moment. There's that a little is. prediction for you because wow. he he's like Kenny but better. And he even said there was a line. He's like, "You're a washed up old man," or you yeah, know, kind of yeah. like Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. He's calling him out. So he's gonna be banging April, hmm. and Kenny is gonna samurai sword him. It's gonna teach him to man up, <laughs> save his wife and his child at the very end, become a preacher. The end. You said wife, so you think they're gonna get married? Ooh. Ooh, Whoa, that was a slip. <laughs> Somebody made a little oopsie. Freudian slip, if I knew yeah. what Freudian meant. <laughs> All right, guys. Now, Miriam, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Miriam L. Gonzalez. And, of course, my lovely Kelly O. Where can they find you? Kelly O. 79 on Twitter. Kelly with an I-E. And I, once again, am the Everyday Man at Twitter. And you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.